0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Full Force Newsburst uh, special, Let's Talk Classified Xander, brought to you by Reborn.com with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic AT. Um, you really see that kind of cut on my eyebrow, can't you? That's hilarious. Um, I just picked at a spot for like... A little bit, and that's what happened. Uh, and now I'm profusely bleeding all over the place, like I've been in a battle, like I've been fighting. No, it's not that. It's not that fancy. I literally just scratched my my eye uh, brow. That's what happened. Anyway, so hope everyone's doing well today, this uh, Sunday evening. Hope you've been enjoying your weekend. I thought I would uh, go live and do our Let's Talk Classified Zandar just to finish off the name only reveal deep dives uh, that we've been going through. And uh, this will be the last one, actually, before we get more name-only reveals, I guess. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's get stuck into this one, then, uh, be- first and foremost. Hope everyone's doing well in the chat. Lots of you there already. Hello, David, Danny, Jamie Lynn, the figure six-pack, Wilfredo, Agent Chuckles, and the real Zim so far. I hope everyone is doing well. And Shane, how are you doing? Um Get your comments in, get your questions in as we go. What, what have you? And uh, we'll do a little, we'll do a little bit of a and A at the end, of course, as as per as per usual. But the topic of conversation today is Xandar. Right then, let's get stuck into Xandar Gross. So uh, first and foremost. We are delving into the name only reveals, and we've done everybody now Um, up to like, yeah, Xandar is going to be is literally the last one. This is a much, much more efficient way of doing things, in my opinion. Um, All the edited videos are fun and great and everything, but so much work goes into them. Whereas this is still a lot of work, but I much prefer not having to edit everything together. Just, you know, graphics, and then I get to talk about it on screen. Cheers. I hope everyone, like I said, is having a lovely Sunday. So we have obviously covered Starduster, Alpine. We've looked at the Cobra Ferret. We've done the Iron Grenadiers. We've done Raptor. We've done Nemesis Immortal. We've done Leatherneck. We've done that whole crew. Obviously, Retro Beachhead. I mean, do we need to do a Let's Talk classified Retro Beachhead? It's a bit obvious. Um, we know what we're going to expect. I mean, it's it's not even worth it, I don't think. Uh, retro Eels and Retro Snow Serpent. Again, we know what. You know, we know what to expect, basically. So um maybe, you know, if we get a name only reveal for like a version 2 eels or a version 2 snow serpent or another version of beachhead, then amazing, we'll do that. But as for now, I think we'll call it done with, uh what's his name? Zandar. point there you go. Often forgotten, often left to last. And exactly what's happened here? It's like it's absolutely perfect. Um, you know, timing for Zandar, isn't it? Um, you know us. Um, is my favorite ever co- quote from the GI Joe movie, uh, aka, sorry, the Action Force movie, aka the GI Joe movie. Um, when Pythona talks like Dreadnought Ripper, and and he's all like, you, and Zandar's like, you know us in the deepest, sexiest voice ever. That just absolutely amazing. Um, Anyway, let's get stuck into it. Um, From a 20-minute edited video to a two-hour discussion, fair trade. I like that. That's exactly what I'm doing here, Scott. It's a fair trade for everyone involved, isn't it? Um, I kind of hope it's Battlecore Beachhead, not going to lie. Jeffrey. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Battlecore Beachhead, but... You never know. We could get a Battlecore style beat. You could get a Battlecore version of Beachhead at some point in the future. You never know. Is it just me, or does anyone want a colour change version of Xandar and Zerana. Yes, Danny. We do, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, well, at least not in this single figure retail version. Um, a gem of that size answers all my questions, says Zartan. Um... Right then, let's move on. So, yeah, obviously, name only reveals. We're doing Zandar today. That's pretty obvious. Now, let's get ready to rumble. Now, early doors. Um, and I'm going to ref- reference uh, the wonderful, well, a m- number of books here. First off, Dan K, Dan and Smith Jr. and his Creating G.I. Joe books. This is volume two, in actual fact. This is going back a bit. Um, and this actually has a lot of good stuff about Zandar. In it, which we'll look at at the end of the episode when I can go full screen. Um, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of interesting um, kind of info in this. If not for anything, just like the presentation art by George Woodbridge, which is not what you're looking at on the screen, by the way. That's the that's the final line art uh, that basically went towards the um, uh, the uh, card, the file card artwork, um, which I believe is it might not be Greedo. Do you know do you guys i actually don't know who did the card art for zandar that's something i'm actually not sure on um it probably wouldn't be that difficult to work out um looking at the artwork and everything but um it's it's not a bad now the one we're looking at at the moment here is the original line art with some very um what do you call it kind of rudimentary colors uh, that were found in found in the uh, 1988 international Licensing material, like book, whatever it's called, international, I forget what it's called now, but uh, we'll see in a minute when it's written on the screen. But basically, um, that was utilized most in in most of the international um, kind of areas, like the UK utilized that artwork for, well, you're looking at it on the right hand side there. The one that's actually like looks like perfect card art is in fact the art used on the collector card. In the UK, and they utilise this art for the cross-sell in Spain as well. We'll get to all that a little bit later, but what you'll notice on this original artwork is that he didn't have any shoulder pauldrons, um, and that is quite cool. Now, the in the book, in Dan's book, like I said, we'll have a look at that at the end of the episode uh, when we're talking, uh, when we kind of come out of this kind of mode, uh, but as you can see, even on my small screen, Uh, Some of the original artwork or the sketch work by Ron, the original kind of like, you know, um, art to to design the character, had him in a kind of yellow vest kind of ripped down one side. So it's kind of like hanging off. Uh, Again, quite sexy. But they went, they did away with the vest eventually. There's also this, you can see it on the, um, on all of those pieces actually on screen, but a dragon tattoo or a seahorse dragon <laughs> is what it looks like. Um, but it's actually a, yeah, it's a dragon tattoo, and it would have been the same that we see on Zorana as well. And it would have tied them both together um, as um, brother and sister. And there you can see, again, using Dan's book, you can see the tattoo on there. And also, big shout out, like I said, I was talking chat and shout, shouting out books, but um, the awesome uh, omnibus hardcover by Carson at 3D Joe's. Of course, has a lot of information about Xandar, and um, and yeah, and so but between both of them, you get a good idea um, of Xandar, his artwork, and the development of this particular character. The other interesting thing is just the amount of sketches that Ron Rudat did um, for Xandar and how he developed. There's so many different kind of you almost can kind of see characters appearing, um, you know, like by default almost. Um, because you've got this, this this one right here, which looks a little bit Zanzibar-ish with the patch. Uh, this guy right here, which is, again, like another kind of version of a, you know, some sort of like different version of a Dreadnought. Um, and there's there's loads, and they're really cool. So, um, yeah, be, we'll have a look at that on the full screen later, but I just want to uh, throw these out there. Now, on the original presentation art as well, you'll notice on what we're looking at on screen, which is like the... Um, the art that kind of was sort of done, but then they added elements to, it. they changed it slightly. Um, again, we'll get to that very shortly. Um, they made the hair a little bit longer. They gave him an extra bit of uh, face paint um, on the cheek down the bottom. And uh, the obviously the shoulder pauldrons were added as well. So covering up the tattoo completely. Um, and there's a reason I'm getting into this deep depth of uh, detail. Um, and that will become clear when we talk about the classified version that I'd like to see or what I'd like to see them do for the classified version. Um, but even if you look at the, the presentation art, what you'll notice is his chest lasers, <laughs> his chest lightning tattoos are blue and white and kind of phased out a little bit there. And that's something that we would see utilised in the, um, uh, what do you call it, Sunbo cartoon, which again we'll get to in a second. And... Obviously, was reverted to red on the um, on the figure and on the file card. So that again, nice, interesting touches. But all of this does relate to what I'm trying to really get to when we talk about classified za- Zandar. Now, I just wanted to show you this to start with because this is the original kind of design, the original, almost like the original final, if that makes sense. Because this went out, and like I said, it went out to like the international um, licensing book. It went um, on like, it went on a lot of like, you know, like I said, like UK, um, uh, Spanish, uh, all sorts of different kind of card backs and stuff. You kind of see this pop up a bit every now and again, and it's really interesting. And I think the best version that we see of this particular artwork is this collector card art, which we're looking at on the right. Uh, And again, we will get to in a second. Now, Xandar version one, the actual figure, the final figure with the new card art. Look at those shoulder pauldrons. I like saying pauldrons, uh, but the, the shoulder armor looks huge, doesn't it? On the, on the artwork. Um, it yeah comes out in 1986. It's the third sibling in the dreadnoughts hierarchy, and that's obviously you know Zartan, Zorana and Zandar. and Zorana and uh, Zorana and zanda came out obviously in the same year, um, and uh, instead of the tattoo that tied them together, it was these shoulder uh, bits of shoulder armor which tied all of them together. Including Zartan. So, uh, the figure, like I said, was slightly altered from the original proposed design and included shoulder pauldrons. Had to say it again drink every time I say pauldrons. He came with a backpack quiver and a harpoon style rifle. His skin changed color in the same way as the rest of his family. So, all of those figures Zartan, Zandar, and Zaran, all change color to so that kind of like purpley magentary color which is just so awesome I love that color what do they describe it as in this book um coming back to Dan's book again because there's a real like interesting way they design they describe it and it is where is it yeah a purple magenta I was right the first yeah so purple slash magenta when exposed to light yeah awesome um so let's move on um there's the figure and it's it's honestly, it's not a bad figure. I always used to think as a kid, he had a massive head. I'm not sure if anyone else felt that way about the figure. Like his head just seemed huge compared to the, like proportionally. Um, but I really liked the figure. I thought it was really cool. And one thing that we'll get to in a moment surprised the crap out of me. Uh, but I'll wait until we get to that point. Um, but I thought the design was cool. I liked the vibe, I liked the tattoos, I the obviously the lightning on the chest was really freaking awesome. The colors, I mean, you're talking like this deep orange hair, the kind of blue in the band, the blue in the bandana, and the rest of the blue on the shoulder armor and the secondaries and the quiver, I think, are all different. And then you've got uh the yellow belt, the gray pants, you know, it's just there's a lot going on here, and then the pink scarf, which I've I've just kind of breezed over there a bright pink scarf there's a lot of random colors in this but there is that element of you know he's a dreadnought so he's a little bit there's no like it's not straight down the middle it's not uniform it is just you know punky of mental in your face ridiculous um Ryan Daddy says off topic, but I heard some talk there will be a Star Wars Haslab launching May the 4th. I wonder why. <laughs> so the JoJo Haslab probably at the end of Jojo June. Uh yeah, I think we've all been like expecting it to be in, in June, Ryan. But they, yeah, that that would uh that would help make a bit more sense, absolutely. Um anyway, there goes Chris teasing us again. Yeah, I well, I know I was just talking for ages at the beginning about shoulder pauldrons, basically. Um Yes, diecast, we're going to get to that point in a second. Exactly the same as you. Exactly the same. Right, here we go. So um, here's an interesting thing that happened, though, in Zandar's, uh file card. What is weird here is that we have the artwork. That the, that's the artwork that we see on the file card just cut into that smaller section, right? Everything's cool. You've got the shoulder armor on there. Yeah, everything looks great then the second re- the second year, so 86, 87, this happens. See that? It's the old artwork. it's the artwork that we've just been talking about at the beginning of this show. So the hair shorter the like I said if you go back here you can see there's more face paint on this version on the the, the actual version that ended up on the file card and the shoulders uh, armor disappears. Isn't that crazy? So they went back to, they reverted to whether it was accidental or not, which seems weird because surely they would have had this art and file card lined up anyway, so why change it? It's not like the figure had to force any changes, so I don't know why that happened, but it happened, and we ended up with this version of the artwork following. So this is like the the year afterwards, which is really interesting, and you can find all of this information out on um, I think 3djoes.com as well, so shout out again to uh, Carson and to Dan Kay for uh, their work, obviously in in doing all the research in the first place. But isn't that really cool? I I quite like that little uh, additional kind of you know. I always think of Conan O'Brien when I see Zandias as okay, R.K.W. I can see why. I can see why. Uh, exactly, Carl. That's why I thought it was uh, funny that Star Wars would do their HasLab on May the Fourth because of exactly that. Um, were there changes between the eighty six and eighty seven lines? Not from the, not in the figure. The figure didn't change, but the uh, the file card did for some reason. Um, interesting. And like that's it's not weird that the the GI Joe figures, especially the American releases, had ever so slightly different file cards from one to the other. We went from like that peach style to the grey one, and then another slightly off grey color, like almost like a beigey grey. Um, so they had like a, yeah, card art as well. Figure six pack stayed the same. So the front of the card stayed the same, but the back of the card had this weird change go on, which is kind of interesting. Anyway, that happens, um, and the, the rest of the card is a, more or less exactly the same, apart from the H1 that appears at the bottom right-hand corner. But the file card on the front did not change, but it did on the back. Now, now next up, we have um, his appearance in A Real American Hero. So we're kind of going through this chronologically. Um, we'll get to everything like and in the year that they kind of that all kicks off. So he first appeared in the Marvel Comics in issue 51, 1986. He helps Zartan escape from the pit. Ripper mentions that he vaguely remembers that Zartan had a brother, but couldn't re- sorry, that was my bad, but couldn't recall what he looked like, which played up his file card bio-information, bio basically. And Buzzer accidentally sits on him, which really does, you know, hammer home the uh the characters kind of like, you know, almost like background kind of noise. What's interesting is that he was colored with pink hair as well as a kind of like a darker pink, um, neckerchief. Um, but, uh, all, all quite interesting little additions and, and how he looks in the comics is ever so slightly different. He's got the blue lightning as well. Uh, like the, uh, presentation art and the sumbo cartoon, which we will talk about now, um, yeah, first appeared in the second season of the Sunbow animated series. He's voiced by Peter Cullen, but then also by Roger C. Carmel and Milton James in Arise, Penta, Arise when Peter wasn't available. So he gets three different voice actors in that five part miniseries, which I think is hilarious. Um, I always think Peter Cullen when I hear Xandar anyway, but they Robert Carmel and Milton Joan, James did an amazing job in like making it so that he still say stayed, you know, um on, on theme in the voice kind of acting department. But that was great, I thought. Um of course he also featured in the animated movie in 1987. Um and that might come up again a little bit um with the the winter jacket kind of vibe, which I think would be a good thing to possibly do further along in the line um when we're talking classified. But um, what you'll notice, like I said before, is that he has not just blue, but now it is like a blue and white parallel um, lightning for the Sunbow cartoon. So on George Woodbridge's presentation art, it almost was like blue, white, blue, white kind of phasing. Um, whereas, and this is like they've just done that. They've just done uh, blue and white next to each other, which is quite interesting. For me, it's quite interesting. Qi. Um, now, now we move on to the UK because in 1988, Zan. Actually, do I do I want to talk a little bit more? I actually want to talk a little bit more about the animation. I think um, one I have to say that "Arise, of Pencil Arise" is one of the biggest. Kind of like nostalgic hits for me. Like, I absolutely bloody love that five parter. We're we'll going to go to this one, right? And one of the reasons is do you, I really loved that scene where, again, we're going back to Yucatan, the world's meanest salad, and um, they're at Montezuma's tomb. They're all, there's like low light dial tone, Flint, Racondo, um, maybe someone else. I can't remember who else. Zandar probably. And they're all kind of like stationed in their different positions on the on the on the tomb. And uh the treadnocks Zartan, and uh Zandar are kind of waiting just like like in the tree line next, like right next to the, the tomb. Um and Zandar just runs in there to kind of like send like send information back, like uh, vi- visual information as to point out where all the Joes are. And I just thought it was really cool. I remember him. Now this is the thing that that always i'm not sure if you guys remember this but he gets out like it's like a pen camera it's like a camera on like a little extended thing and he kind of points it in the direction and and the image comes back on zandar's little tv thing handheld thing now what i always thought that was it looked like he was applying camouflage to himself and i used to think he was applying like the zig more zigzags on his face on his body and his face like using this like makeup stick and never put two and two together that obviously he was pointing a camera at them and i don't know why i thought that but for the longest time i just thought that was makeup going he was putting on his you know like camo makeup uh not like blush or anything um and then anyway so i always thought that was kind of funny but i really loved that scene because it was really cool like he was doing this infiltration thing i don't know i really liked it when they did that like the python infiltration scene in the movies incredible almost never improved like nothing ever comes close to that quality um for me in animation like there's that, that scene where she is infiltrating the tech te- is easily one of like the one of the easily top three moments in animated history for me like it is just amazing and I love those kind of moments in in shows like this and obviously in Arise Spencer Arise I know it's not the same, but it just had that vibe of like, brother, leave everything to me as he runs in there and just kind of like. And then he, en- he ends up kind of like uh, just dragging Lowlight out of his uh, his position, which I wonder if he kind of isolated Lowlight as the sniper that would do the most damage to people and obviously being in that position. So he had to take him out in order for the others to get there, kind of, you know, get in without being like spotted by the Night Spotter. Um, you never really explain, never really explains that, but I wonder if that was going through the writers' minds um, for that one. Anyway, Optimus Prime voiced Airborne and Xandar. How bizarre! I know it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, nothing as jarring as Ripper having Starscream's voice. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, it's like Ripper was um, latter, wasn't it? And that was obviously Cobra Commanders too. Um, but Rip, Ripper's definitely got more of a um, kind of. Yeah, what is it like a he's Tasmanian, but it's not that, is it? He he almost sounds Cockney, I think, Ripper, when they do his voice. Although he's supposed to be Australian, really, or that, that way inclined. Um yeah, the movie You Know Us line is incredible. Um also being shocked someone noticed that he exists. Kind of WJ, but he isn't the one that gets called out as well. It's Ripper because she's talking to Dreadnought Ripper. And they're like, and they all go, huh? They're all taken aback. And he kind of is the one that steps in and goes, You know us. And she's like, We know everything, etc. etc. Um, we never got Xandar versus Ambush, WJ. That would be good, actually, wouldn't it? That would be really good as like a classified kind of wave to get Xandar and Ambush. Um (laughs) yeah, <laughs> right on par with some scenes from fire and ice as eduardo that was that was i mean i think i saw that at the same time i ran about the same period era that i saw um uh the gi joe the action force movie uh especially when don johnson narrated how you can penetrate the base's defenses Ex oh raw talk exactly yes um that was when he was doing that when they broke into the um to save spent though. that was that was cool too but, yeah, uh, awesome stuff. Anyway, yeah, he's in the movie. Brilliant stuff. And, uh, yeah, really, I really I, – I, I, and this is another reason why I really like the figure. He was available in the UK, and I had this one on Action Force Zandar, the enemy card. Notice, though, how – if we go – let's go back a bit. I'll just point something out to you on the file card here. It says, in top left-hand corner, fully posable Modern Army figure changes colour in, in yellow – Sunlight changes skin colors. In brackets, right? Nice one. And there's the Xandar the Enemy logo. I always thought that was funny that they had, um, you know, uh, their own their own named logos. Uh, like he was, like he had his own branding team on this one. Uh, but then, if we get back to the UK one, um, notice it just has the usual fully posable Modern army figure with interchangeable snap-on accessories. The ages is five and up, kind of job. And then Action Force, Zandar the Enemy, Zandar Zathan's brother, Beachhead looking over his shoulder, but that's a a collector card because we're in the collector card era right now, which is, I definitely got. uh, This is the exact, like not the exact one, but this is what I would have had when I was a kid. I got this on card with two free collector card stickers inside, um, and those went in the collector album, which you could get as well. I think you mailed away for that. Uh, yeah, you, well, not you, yeah. You did mail away for it, and I remember mate, I've I got one, and um, this is so this is what I would have had as a kid, and absolutely fell in love with it because I mean it's still a it's a cool figure. Uh, yeah, stickers Eva as well, WJ. So they were collector cards, but they also were sticky, so they would stick in the collector album. Uh, it was amazing, and we'll get to that album in a second. It's it's an absolute beauty. Um, i may actually, do I have one near me? As in. I used to it used to be in here in my desk. I wonder if it's still here. I'm going to have to see if I can pull that one out for next time because I need to show you that it's absolutely beautiful. Um it's a great great little like like a um ex like UK exclusive thing. It's got artwork like exclusive artwork in there. It's amazing. Now anyway, In 1988, Zandar was released for the Action Force International Heroes line in the UK and Europe. It was the same figure with the same accessories, but removed all mention of his color change feature on the front of the card and even in the file card bio. So he's still got the same figure. And again, even though the head was a bit big, it was a really nice sculpt. Like, I love the hair sculpt. I love the, the the look. The face was really good. I love the p- face paint and everything like that. And the kind of sharp, kind of like, you know, uh, like the lines, kind of like the, you know, just, it's a really good head sculpt. But I would 100% say that I think the head needed to be a tiny bit smaller. Um, there was a space to stick your photo on the front of that sticker book, if I remember correctly. There was diecast, Nick. Absolutely correct. So there's Yisanda, exactly the same figure deco is the same uh accessories are the same nothing changes now we get the that kind of original like, not the original artwork but that first artwork without the shoulder guards without with the shorter hair without the with, with the extra face makeup taken off um that's what we get on the back of the card and they've removed the bit that says if we go back I'm going back and forth a lot here but if we go back to this it says Towards, if you look at the first paragraph at the end, it says, like his brother Zartan, he has the ability to change skin colour. Now, if we go back to this UK one, that's not there anymore. It's the only change, actually, on here. They took that out. And so this is effectively the same card as that second version of the uh, US one, which is really interesting, isn't it? Like, I, I, I still find that kind of a bit perplexing. But anyway... You can't really tell that he doesn't have the shoulder pauldrons on that version because it's like so. It's he's tight in that kind of space, so you know, as a kid, you're not going to be like second guessing that the front of the art isn't the same as the back of the art. But you could, if you'd have been paying attention, you would have been able to look at that card in the front and see the differences quite clearly. That hair is completely different, so much shorter. Um, Anyway, I always thought that was quite interesting. Now. This is the original artwork found its way onto the collector's cards. The art, like I said, oh, I've said armor this time, so you don't get to drink this time. The art features no shoulder pauldrons. There you go. Shorter hair and less face paint. The art was also found in the 1988 International Licensing Guide, which is here. And you'll also see Zorana's original artwork in there too, which also doesn't have the shoulder armor and shows off that dragon tattoo, which... I would love, right, for one thing, if you're going to do like an O-ring version of Xandar, which I think, you know, Super 7 are probably going to do at some point now, right? Um, I hope they would do a version like this where you had this version of the figure with no shoulder armor and you had a dragon tattoo, and maybe they changed the, the chest color to the blue and the white just to mix it up a bit, because they've done it with Zorana. Zorana! The well, Hasbro did when they released Zorana with the um Soundwave Thunder Machine. She's now got the dragon tattoo, no shoulder armor, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I would love it if they did that. That'd be so cool, honestly. Um, and then also, but they also, this artwork was found on the back of the cross cell for Spanish card backs. And there you go, both of them, both siblings, uh, with their original artwork on there which is kind of cool. It's cool to know. And also, how hench does Xandar look when you take that shoulder armour off? Dude's got some biceps, hasn't he? My goodness. Um, so, yeah, just, again, I really like that there's this there's this kind of nice depth of, like, different artwork floating around. And just like we had with Leatherneck, with all those different quirky things that happened with Leatherneck in the last episode, I feel like we got even more quirkiness with, uh, with Xandar. Um, but yeah, awesome stuff. Ripper had a huge head. Yeah, he did, Scott, didn't he? A lot of the, 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 yeah. In fact, Buzzer might have a pretty dense noggin as well. And they all got quite big heads, haven't they? Yeah. Funny that. But yeah, um, I didn't have Ripper, but I've obviously had him since. And he does have a chonking head. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's that. That's uh, and then of course we go on to uh, Zandar Fun School. If I missed something out there, oh no, we looked at the we looked at the yeah we looked at, that's the collector card art. Um, I think I, I, we've already looked at that and talked about it, haven't we? I, I didn't show you is the other artwork that's in that um, that's in that collector book, which is really cool. He's, he's flying a uh, trouble bubble, but I shall show you when we get when we go through that book another time because uh, I just can't find it. Um, okay. Fun School now, and in 1990 Zandar was released for the Indian Fun School line. Uh, I make that distinction because obviously Russia um, also had Fun School figures as well. He featured slightly different colours on both the figure and his accessories, and there are like a ton of variants. Um, it's like Loki, basically. So many variants. Um, now the, uh, cu- the file card has got the full art on it, which is quite interesting and is the shoulder pauldron artwork, I should say. And they've also kind of minimized some of the text in the file card, but nothing really um, crazy different on there. They've just taken certain elements from that original card art. Do you think their favorite band was ZZ Top? Yeah, actually, I kind of do. Dang, I could have went to India to get old Joe's, says WJ. That would have been cool, man. Um, shout out to Fun School Ronnie as well, who I think I end up getting some images from as well. So yeah, massive shout out to Fun School Ronnie. Uh, if you don't follow him on um, like all the socials, make sure you do. Um, he's got an amazing collection of Fun School G.I. Joe. And um, yeah, he's brilliant. R R O N Y Fun School Ronnie. Now, um, like I said, there were a number of variations, as is the case with most Fun School releases, including... So, well, before we get to that, let's look at all these variants. They, You can even see one of them doesn't have the uh, lightning uh, deco on the chest. So they've, t- they've removed the chest tattoo, basically, uh, or just not paint-masked it, you know, not bothered doing it, which, again, it's par for the course with Fun School. And, I mean, look at all the different, like, some of the backpacks are really dark blue. Some of them are teal. Some of them are that kind of, you know, really, like, bluey-blue. <laughs> Um, and then like, you know, the the rest of the figures, so many different like variations on plastic quality and colour. Uh, the shoulder pauldrons in the top left are really dark on that one. And the the skin color on the top middle is really, really pale. Um, so it's kind of interesting that, but again, that's fun school for you. You know, it is a absolute and and it feel like there are some releases from Fun School where no two figures are the same. Like, it just feels like every single one of them is something completely different. And there's something really fun about that school. Now, including, uh, in talking of variants, an early card variation often referred to as portrait cards. Now, I've seen these about before, but never really kind of understood what was going on here. But uh, Pat enlightened me um, that these are, yeah, early versions of some fun school releases came on these kind of card backs before they went. They switch back to that that kind of style, like the basically the Hasbro card back with the fun school logo on it. But I find that kind of cool that they had these like purple, cheeky portrait cards. I just I don't know, I just think it's really fun. And um, yeah, and I like the fact that again you've got the artwork slightly different again, uh, but it's the again, it's the shoulder pauldrons version. Yeah. Is everyone drunk yet, by the way? I've said Pauldrons like a thousand times already. Um now let's move into the devils due productions or whatever it's called. Um devils due let's move into the DDP. I know it's something completely it's pub- it's something else. I always forget the name now because I was thought it- I used to think it was devils due publishing. I'm pretty sure it's not actually um because that's what my default was. Devils due uh it might be publishing I always thought it was. Um, I always thought it was publishing, and then I sh- swore I checked it out and It was no, it is Devils w- <laughs> I was right the first time. It is Devils G Publishing, uh, DDP. Now um, in Dreadnought's Declassified, Zandar appeared in a mini in this miniseries in 2006, uh, and his real name was revealed as Zachary, and the birthplace somewhere in Florida. Um, and as you can see in this little uh, this bit here, he's only a little boy. And he's trying to he's trying to get a donut, and he got a whole box of donuts. He all he cares about is donuts, by the looks of it. But um, his mom, Z- Zartan Zarana and Zandar's uh, mother, uh, she calls him Zachary. Thought you were with your sister. Um, you two, Zach, go outside and play. There you go. So anyway, Zach or Zachary uh, was kind of almost like this new origin for the for the dreadnoks and how Zartan got his powers and his abilities and everything and um just how the family dynamic was and how the dreadnoughts started and all that kind of stuff. Um what was interesting though is that DDP's run was later disavowed. Um but we would see Zachary pop up again actually um later in the brand's history uh which is again quite interesting. I know dreadnoughts and their donuts I know um and there's another shot of Zandar kind of going through the years in that particular series. Um, before, and he doesn't really get to the Xandar we know really uh, by the end of that miniseries. He's still like a little bit kind of, uh, but like plain. Like he's just got pink hair most of the time, and um, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, you don't see him with the the shoulder pauldrons and so on and so forth uh, at the end, uh, or anything like that. Now, he, uh, someone I'll mentioned in the comments as well, but um, I, I wasn't going to talk about every single comic appearance, but he does appear. On and off throughout most of the, you know, the um, uh, different like runs of, of the comics and the different companies that have been invo- in, kind of involved. And he was also quite a major player in the coil during that whole Serpentor uh, sort of like return in uh, the DDP series again. So Xandar was used quite a bit there uh which was quite nice like he was getting like a little, it was like a little resurgence of his character basically in those comics um then we get the version two figure now this is 2011 now so we've jumped quite a, a bit in time uh this is the second figure second version of zandar came packaged with burnout version two clyde Norhide, dreadnought thunder road pig version four Zanya and zanzibar version three In the Dreadnoughts Battle Set 7 pack for the 30th anniversary. There you can see the figure, much bigger Neckerchief on this one, but that was, uh, there was reuse of parts going on, I believe, um, on this one. Um, But it's really cool to get, uh, you know, again, a figure in the modern four inch uh, and very, very close to uh, that kind of vintage version with the shoulder armor, the blue headband, the face paint, the chest you know, lightning and everything, tattoo. Very cool. Wilfredo Diaz says I'm plastered. Because you've been drinking every time I say pauldrons, haven't you? Cheers. I should be as well, but I yeah, I don't drink. Um he also came with um I I don't know if he's supposed to be given the crossbow because there is it does like there is a readout in his file card that explains what they all come with. And I think they I think the crossbow ends up doesn't doesn't get called out on anyone's file card. It might do actually, but I uh, don't think it gets called out on um on his file card. But what's interesting, there's the seven pack, of course. I really it takes me back because I remember getting this. I got a couple of these sets, and I remember my buddy came round while I was doing a video. I was doing like a video review, kind of editing it together, taking pictures and and kind of putting together this video review for um you know, very early on in, like, the uh, kind of diagnostic 80s reviews sort of days, right? And my mate came around. He had, a, he had a son. um Shout out to um uh, Ian Strachan, good, good long-term friend of mine from back in the day. And uh, I haven't spoken to him in, in years now. And he – I remember him coming around with his son, and his son really was into the figure. Like, he was like, these are so cool. Oh, my God. And then before they left, I grabbed the other set that was unopened. Because I usually, I would keep one, open another, and have one, you know, on one in in box and one uh, out. And I was kind of like, you know, I I don't need both of them. This is just greedy at this point. And I loved the figures so much because I was playing with them and they were really cool and, like, taking pictures and everything. And I just said, there you go, have that. So I gave uh, Ian's son the figures. And apparently he was playing with them for the longest time. Like, every time I would go over there, the figures would be out. Like, you know, he'd be messing around with them or playing with them. Um, And Ian even said to me, yeah, he, like, loves that set and he always messes around with it. And it's interesting because I look at a lot of his other toys and he would have, like, Ian would spoil him. He had a lot of cool toys. But, um, you know, in a good way. He wasn't – he's not a spoiled kid at all. But, like, he – I remember um, he a lot of the toys he had – Weren't like that sort of level of cool or complex, it was always like the basic stuff that you would see in now in the UK. It would be like you'd see it in Sainsbury's and you'd see it in like those kind of like grocery stores that also had a toy section, right? And I'm not like again, like he would they would go to Toys R Us and all that stuff as well, but it would always be like his age group. It just seemed like crash and bash stuff, do you know what I mean? And he wasn't that young, he wasn't like super young, um, but. He loved those figures and like, yeah, I, I just I was really happy that he was, you know, enjoying them, honestly, because it's that thing and it? it's like when I was a kid, if someone had given me a seven pack of Dreadnoughts, especially considering I was into G.I. Joe, like I was into Action Force, I was into that stuff as a kid, like crazy into it. If someone had given me seven action figures, like at that age, I don't know what I think I might have melted. And it didn't really dawn on me until like I saw him playing with them so often, and I'd go around there all the time, so I like, could see them all the time. But it was it was all it was it was crazy good to see that. And also, then I I just put myself in that position thought, so actually, damn, like if someone had done this to for me as a kid, like if someone other than my parents, obviously, and buying me presents, which is also amazing. But I mean, if some rando of my dad's mates <laughs> gave me seven action figures. I would have crapped my pants, no doubt. Every, I probably wouldn't even pants wouldn't be a, an acceptable item of clothing anymore. It would be out all the time. I'd just be running around waving it around because I'd be so ec- ecstatic. That's what would be happening. Um, yeah, pants would be not even an option. Just off with the off with his pants, my pants, that is. Um, anyway, I thought Zartan and his siblings were French. Uh, w, yeah, I mean, again, like, this is a, it was a uh, or, origin for those particular figures that was done by Devil's New Produ- like Publishing, like, not retconning, but, like, creating origins for these figures that didn't have them, or these characters that didn't really have them. And so when it kind of got disavowed, I mean it it stands alone in its own little universe, really effectively, I think, so yeah, you really like looking at something along those lines. um, but I mean, you know, um I think I think kind of Florida makes a lot of sense in so many ways <laughs> for the three of them, especially their their weird tanning situation um anyway, let's look at the card because um on that card, they've resurrected that Zachary name. Uh, which obviously, like I said, was first noted in that Dreadnought's Declassified miniseries, then taken on board for this particular release, the 7-pack, and then the birthplace, believed to be somewhere in Florida. Now, primary weapon, rifle, combat gear, pistol, knife. See what I mean? So if you go back to the figure, you've got that rifle in hand, the pistol is on his secondary and the knife is in his sheath. But then there's also another knife and a crossbow that they effectively give him uh on yojo that is but um I don't know if maybe um he wasn't supposed to come with those and it was maybe one of the other set I should have I should read I should have read all of the cars but I can't remember or be bothered um but yeah I was th- yeah and then we get that dreadnought logo which is quite nice as well um but that is um the kind of use of Zachary anyway which is uh again kind of cool that came up it, it kind of comes up again and it kind of creates almost like a, an, an acceptable re- real name for Xandar uh, as Zachary. Zachary, I didn't know it was you. Anyway, um, I didn't quite buy the Cobra Commander Snake Eyes friendship, though. Oh, what, in the Declassified series? Yeah, me neither. I'm kind of like, in some cases it was kind of cool because we got um, an origin for uh, Shooter, didn't we? And in others, yeah, it, the Snake Eyes one wasn't like totally on board with. I mean, it, it didn't buzz my berries. And the Dreadnoughts one was okay, but it was I think it was more the um, the anticipation of the series than the actual series itself that I was more excited about. Um, I think the the end result wasn't necessarily something I was super vibing with but um it I, I don't know i was i was still quite happy to collect lots of different you know comic series at that time and um uh, they did a lot of little kind of spin offs didn't they uh, master and apprentice was really good i remember my, i remember really liking master and apprentice the artwork especially in some of those issues were phenomenal uh america's elite as well i remember loving the artwork in america's elite until it went a little bit weird um but in that, especially that first issue of america's elite some beautiful artwork in it, everyone's kind of hench, but it's like just I don't know, some real beautiful artwork in it. Um, huh? I don't know what that means. Um, the Larry Harmer one is still Marvel canon in my head, says Dyne D- nick Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, um. That's where most of the origins are anyway. But there are some characters that just don't really have an origin story um, from Larry. And uh, Xandar was one of those and I'm kind of glad that he did get some love in Devil's you know, DDP for a short period of time anyway. Um, anyway. Um, I had to come with a natural origin for Dreadnoughts using that. A bar local to me uses grape juice for a shop mix so I just changed it to grape soda. Nice! Um, grape soda was, to me was alcohol. Jelly donuts are drugs. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's your head canon, is it, Carl? Um, oh, Aussie irony humor by making fun of cops. I get it. I get it. Um, nice one. Um, anyway, so that is Xandar history done, right? Now let's get on to Let's Talk Classified Xandar. And what I... The reason I've gone, gone into well, I go into so much depth because we want to talk about the history of the figure, but the reason I've gone into so much depth and gone over some things so many times is because I want to see it incorporated into the classified version. Now, you don't have to do a figure that is... I mean, you could do a figure that's exactly the same as the original, right? 100%, like, but in 6-inch, which is what I fully expect, honestly. Um, And I'll just pop back to this. But... I, how cool would it be if they do the removable shoulder pauldrons, right? So the, they make the armor on the shoulder just strapped around the biceps. So they just kind of stay on the top of the arms, you know, if you want them to. Or you can remove them and uh, voila, you can have effectively this version of Xandar and the tattoos underneath one of the shoulder uh, uh, pauldrons, how awesome would that be? I just think that would be a really nice touch, one. Two, it would be a great homage to this original design. Um, And, you know, they love a tattoo. And this guy's got a decent amount of them. If you consider that chest thing a tattoo. Here's a question for you guys, because I've just been saying tattoo all day long. But I also joked as a kid, I thought he was putting it on his chest when he had that weird pen in his hand in a rise of pen to arise, but no, it was a camera. But what do you guys think? Do you do you think that's a tattoo or do you think he's just do you think do you think he's just put that on there in the same way that the face makeup's on there? Because it, I doubt that's a tattoo on his face, but it could be. It could be a tattoo. Like, do you think all of it's tattoo? Or do you think it's it's makeup, paint, etc., etc., on the chest and the face. Let me know in the comments. Um, uh, that is a true point, actually, Scott, with Z- Zorana not having the tattoo. Although, I don't think she has a tattoo. Imagine if I removed it and she had a tattoo. Imagine that. Because she's got removable pauldrons, hasn't she? No, they're they're, they're glued on. It just looks like um, they're a bicep strap on there. But yeah, they. I think they've done that because they're too it would maybe be too finicky um but they're they're very small the pauldrons on zorana Zer- but maybe we get a zorana in the like on a retro card that has um the the dragon tattoo and has like you know exposed um upper arms that would actually be really cool actually thinking about it because it could be um it could be a good way one of get cuz you know it could be a good way of getting Zarana Zora, again although i think her doing her in that all black uh cold slithered t-shirt sort of um SDCC exclusive deco would be amazing um i would i would be i'd be there all day for that in fact now that i've got zarana i'm really excited in hand because i feel like i have not given this figure enough love uh and there's so much cool stuff about her um i really do like this figure and it's like opening it's like unboxing again or out of you know from out of nowhere but anyway so yeah i'm i personally my my opinion is that he's got face paint on and that he's got a chest tattoo because could you imagine applying paint to your chest every day like what a pain in the butt that would be there must be it must be like a um you know like a what do you call it um stencil that he'd have to stick on and then spray on his chest every time like i couldn't be bothered like just get a tattoo um so what we're we saying here people are saying it could be a tattoo i think it's paint um i thought it was body pain it's like war paint i reckon uh zarana is the girl with the dragon tattoo she should be um you rarely saw color tattoos in the 80s good point um although they, they, it wasn't completely beyond the you know uh, the realms of possibility though uh colorful tattoos um master of camouflage i expected the marking to all be camo paint good point liquid identity 101 um do you think his classified figure would have a more elaborate tattoo? We well, see I think they look well, you could go with the red, right? You could do the red stripes. Uh stripes? You could do the red, like the the action figure, basically, right? What we know and love. Um I I think it's gonna look very much like this figure, honestly. I think it's gonna have the shoulder armor, I think it's gonna have the secondary. All I'm saying is I'd like the I'd like it if they had removable shoulder pauldrons like steel core, which someone mentioned earlier on. I think it was Jamie Lynn. Uh, Yep, still called Pauldrons. You just wanted to say Pauldrons. Cheers. Pauldrons. Get drunk is what I'm telling you. Sunday night. (laughs) Wake up Monday morning just like, "Uh, why? Um, So, yeah. Tattoo underneath the Pauldron. Perfect. You can take them off and you can have that original Zartan vibe going on. Just like that old artwork, that kind of uh, first artwork. Um, and yeah, and then the rest of the figure effectively what you're seeing right now. Um, now the other thing you could kind of change up as well you could have the red lightning, um, three of them, it would appear, uh, for the most part, or this could happen. So I took this is again, this is from my favorite one of my favorite episodes arise pencil arise it's funny that both of those shots are from a effectively the same scene <laughs> and it looks like two completely different characters doesn't it the size of him on the right like he is absolutely hench in that in that one on the right and then look on the one on the left and he looks like like he's really let himself go a little bit honestly um which is funny i think but like I, and i like how the chest kind of uh, design has almost changed dramatically as well, and they went with, like I said, white and blue, kind of, kind of corresponding, or blue with like a white line on it, as you can see there. Um, but I really do uh, think that this could be maybe a retro release in the future, where they just change the chest um, color um, for the for the kind of chest tattoo or paint. But yeah, I think personally, I think the the sunbow made it look or made it feel like the chest stuff was painted and the face was painted um, and nothing was really a tattoo. But, you know, I, I think it's kind of cool. Anyway. anyway, Xander had a dad bod. He does in some of these shots, doesn't he? Um, Paul says, so is Hasbro going to release a vintage style one first or a Python Patrol version? Well, I imagine we'll get a, a regular version. There isn't a Python Patrol Xandar in existence, is there? Um, that would be kind of cool though to add him to Python Patrol. Maybe add like Zorana there as well, because I'd love them as Python Patrol figures. You could kind of do Zorana in her like black gear from that SDCC version and make it a little, you know, add those little Python Patrol elements to her, and you've kind of covered two homages a little bit there. And Zandar would be cool a uh, Python Patrol because you could just. It would just be the shoulder gut armor and the pants that you'd go ham on. um he's already got the yellow belt that's done um and he could get like the he could have a python patrol logo tattooed on it or painted on his chest. uh in any case, that is uh Zandar, I think was there anything was there anything else I wanted to maybe? Run by you guys in terms of classified. I don't think. I think that's it, really. I don't think he necessarily needs to come with a ton of gear. I think a quiver backpack and kind of anyone we've already seen, honestly, in the line would work. Um, In terms of like the we've had a harpoon rifle, haven't we? But we've had a we've had them with obviously the eels up inside air. But that would have to be an actual harpoon or like spear gun, wouldn't it? Which is slightly different. Uh, so maybe they could do something new and then we could see it again for... Have we had a spear gun? I feel like we have, but I I can't get the torpe- torpedo wetsuit one out of my head. Anyway, knee pads. Chris, scrap Iron has Xandar's knee pads. Does he? Do you think so? Interesting. Um, look at the Zartan and Chuckles classified, and you will get a cool Zandar. Okay, like in terms of mixing parts and stuff. Um, oh, Zarana stole Python Patrol armor in A Real American Hero. Yes, John. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, she did. Anyway, yeah, um, I'd like to see Zarana Zeran- and Zandar in the Python Patrol. And I don't think that's. Beyond the realms of possibilities, uh, the Ali Viper gun is a is a grappling hook. I'm talking about spear gun. So that thing that he's got on the on screen at the moment is like specifically a spear gun. The Ali Vipers, it's like a it's like a, a grappling hook thing in it. Different different purposes, different um, specialties. Uh, but like, I, I I personally think the the uh, the harpoon that. Um, wetsuit and torpedo have is probably the closest actually but I think they would probably do a new, a new rifle for this one with this spear on it and I think that would be really cool uh, the pistol obviously removable in the secondary of course and a knife on the thigh and that's all you really need the secondary of course and the scarf would be separate but they'd be you know on him So, but again you could probably get away with a viper scarf do you think? I think you probably could honestly but it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be as cool as Zandar's because it's got a bit ripped and torn, isn't it? But I think you'd probably get away with with uh, the Vipers one. Uh, I'm just wondering, yeah, do you know what? I think you could. I genuinely think you could get away with a Viper neckerchief on him just in pink. I mean, I could be wrong. They might do a new one, but I think that's. it's too easy, isn't it? That, to me, just makes sense. And it would be highly acceptable. Like I'd be, I'd, I would accept that no problem. Just a pink version of the Viper's neckerchief. Then, of course, the secondary. And I feel like we've got one of those in the line. Does Tunnel Rat have one like that? Does Tunnel Rat have one like that? Or someone have one like that? I wish I, I wish I was more knowledgeable on the parts in Classified it's weird isn't it consider i'm really into this line and i open every box on camera and i go through everything with a fine tooth comb and i do let's talk classified deep dives and i do all of this stuff and i can never remember what any figure has on them or utilizes it's remarkable how much information i forget within seconds of dealing with it <laughs> it's one of my it's one of my superhero abilities uh, basically they could reuse several rifles and just add the spear tip as a blast effect pour in. I guess. I guess they could do that. It's not not a bad idea, honestly. Xandar um, could have a forearm forearm tattoo because I worry that removable pauldrons can be a pain to put put on and off. Uh, yeah, I get. Yeah, I figure. Maybe Xandar acquired his knee pads from Mars. Could have done. Xandar would have knife sheath, pistol holster, spear gun quiver, scarf, pauldrons. Yeah. I definitely, I don't know, I'd like them to be secondaries just so we could have that little uh, tattoo underneath. Uh, I think that would be great. And then it would cover all the bases. And then in terms of a repaint for like a retro carded version, you could just change the uh, the chest colour. Now, they could come out with the blue and white, which would be nice. Um, I don't know which one I prefer, actually. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the red lightning or do you prefer the blue and white lightning? and it's like three lines is it three or is it two i feel like it's three on the figure yeah it is i think um and then it's two on the animation although the animation changes from like minute to minute let's have a look at the other animated screenshot i took uh it might be two on him there as well uh so it looks like it's two on the animation model three on the action figure and yeah so you can either have Three red or two blue and white. And I would keep it that strict. I would, I genuinely would. I'd be like, look at the reference. If we're doing a red, a white and blue one, it has to be two. And if we're doing the red one, it has to be three. That's what I would I would be so unmovable on that literal point if I was designing this line. Like I would have both of them out. I would definitely have retro carded, one of them retro carded and one of them. Um, released in the classified series regular, I would definitely do it. I know it's one change, but I'm not that mean. I would make you guys buy this figure twice. Uh, but at least it would be like completely different on the chest. Um, so that would be kind of cool. And of course, you don't have to agree with me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Jamie Lynn says, Tunnel Rat does have that secondary, but it does not go around his midsection. Thank you, Jamie Lynn. Uh, t rat says, a double shoulder strap, not armpit strap. Thank you, Scott. Um, Liquid Identity says, red chest marking for me, please. Please don't force me to accept Sunbow into my display. Tough. It's coming, and it's going to be impossible to avoid. Um, look at the picture. It looks like a shirt. Oh, the one we're looking at at the moment. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like the, um, I know exactly what you mean. Other than like what I thought was like a belly button line. No, you're right. It does look like they've done creases in like a in like a top, and then been told, oh, by the way, it's not actually a shirt. It's his body, so they've had to just paint it his skin tone, which I think is freaking hilarious. But it could be. It could be. This is the thing, right? You know what Sumbo's like. They could think because of his colour changing ability like his brother, that maybe he just has a yeah, like a shirt, like a shirt that he wears that he can just change. It just changes whatever. So now it's like mimicking his skin colour. And it's and it's also put the the things on the on the shirt. Do you know what I mean? Like that's sunbow, isn't it? Like I could see that. But you're right. The image does look like a shirt. I didn't notice that honestly, before Raw talk real deal. So good, good spot. Um W says, "Why not purple? Red and blue combined? No, it's got to be both. I want both at the same. I want different times. I want red on one, and I want blue and white on the other." Uh, the left arm looks like a short sleeve. Yeah, you're right. 100 right. It, it they've drawn it as a shirt, and then realized their error and had to like you know rectify it in uh, in color. Scott says, Ricondo's holster is closed, but it has an extra shoulder strap. Oh, yeah, that, I think that's who I was thinking of, actually. That was the one that was in my head. Thank you. Flesh shirt, indeed. Kitty said, Zartan Hood hair argument. It is a little bit, isn't it, Carl? Uh, although, I, why do people think it's hair? I still don't really understand that. Oh, well. Um, they should have the tattoo... Lightning that changes colours. Well, Fredo, that's genius. So it's red to start with, and then it hits different lighting and it becomes blue and white. But then oh, no, even better than that, right? When it changes when <laughs> when light hits it, the red, the, the three red lightning things disappear, and two blue and white ones appear in the spaces between. <laughs> So we can get three and two happening as well. Um, Zandar's shirt is the same material as Zatan's cowl. Yeah, big time. Um, Generation Joe says, let's be honest, if this character didn't come out of our nostalgia, we we would all think the character design is terrible. Would we, though? Because I just explained at the beginning that I really liked the design. I thought it was quite, and I've explained why in detail. Um, I think it genuinely is a preference. I I'd, I'd definitely agree with that. And I would also add that I, I think it might be the default thought to go with, let's be honest, if it wasn't part of our nostalgia, if you don't like the design to start with. And I think that might be more the case here because it is a little bit bonkers and out there and it's not your standard military garb. It's not your standard... Um, you know, bad guy trooper sort of garb. It's weird, and it's odd. That doesn't mean that you that some people will only like it because it was part of their nostalgia, if that makes sense. So I get what you're saying, but I also would counter that with you're picking a character that's bonkers, and just because it's bonkers doesn't mean it's one of those ones that is you know in that realm. I would say, I mean, everything's impractical as well isn't it. I mean, the I could you can pick impracticality in in like your favorite characters. There's the, it's everywhere. the the most pra, the most popular character in GI Joe or characters argue, argue arguably but not really. Let's say Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander, right? Snake Eyes has a a visor that somehow floats on what looks to be spandex. It's like the most impossible, impractical getup ever. Not the goggles one, obviously, that, that is a little bit more practical, but that the, the most popular version of Snake Eyes um, is that one, is the second one. Then Cobra Commander. I mean, where do we start? Um, just with the helmet, I guess. It's just getting them to make them to, to kind of make sense has been really difficult. Like, the one that we got for Modern Icons is cool, but you can still see my face through it. <laughs> anyway, no, I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying, and I know that there's going to be an element with a lot of characters that we only like them because of this, that, and the other. Is it, is it a similar vibe? I, I don't think it's different. I think it's different though, because, right, does that, does that kind of thing of cancelled characters, this is a beautiful example, right, you know when there's a cancelled character and everyone's like, oh, God, I wish that had come out. I wish that had come out. But then you really delve into it and you go, if it had come out, would anyone have cared? Like, you look at it and you think some of those cancelled figures, you're just like, it it's not really, really that cool. It's just because it's cancelled. And it, it might, there's a similar vibe there, isn't it? Like, we only want it because we can't have it. And in this case, uh, it's slightly different in that, do we only like it because it sparks that nostalgia in us? but I really like this design. And it's, I, there's something very appealing to me and I can't wait for the classified figure. But I, in your case, Generation Joe, maybe that is the feeling that you're having. Like I, you know, you might be thinking, I really like this. I really like Xander, But if like with a practical head on, I just can't. I don't know why, because he looks ridiculous. And he does. He looks like an absolutely mental case. Imagine going out like that. Imagine stepping out like that. Even in his most, like, punk, crazy, like, youth days. What? You would be, you would be, yeah, like, getting some funny looks looking like that. Again, you can dress it however you want as well. But what I'm saying, it is a bonkers get-up. Do not get me wrong but there's something about it. Do you know what? I might even hit the gym a little bit and then try and do this cosplay. Um, I've always, I've said that my entire life. Like I I just, I would only ever I really wanted to do Shebang, not Shebang. um, Who's the topless one? Is it Shebang? Out of the Ninja Force. There's a topless one. Oh, I think it's not Shebang, is it? Which one am I thinking of, guys? Who's the kind of mostly topless one in the Ninja Force for the good guys? Oh my god, I've had such a brain fart here. Anyway, like there was that figure I wanted to cosplay as, but I was the, my plan was this was when Joe Joe Con was happening, and I wanted to like basically hit the gym, look, like get in real good shape, and then do that <laughs> do that uh, cosplay. Do not dojo was it? no dojo wasn't topless what am i talking about have i gone mad maybe it was chibang um let's let's do yojo ninja force um it was banzai yes oh you've said it everyone said it already thank you yes banzai was the one i was trying to think of um yeah i wanted to do banzai as a as a cosplay um yeah pink and purple as well and that deco on the pants is wicked with like the spatter (laughs) pink spatter on black pants is so good um yeah so i wanted to do that that and i wanted to do uh so Xandar is definitely up there do you know what i'm saying um generation says, okay fair sorry this this is i've I've just been attacking generation joe haven't i sorry mate However, let me say that out of all the dreadnoks who are all wild aesthetics-wise, he's the most ridiculous. Yes, agreed. Even more ridiculous than Zanzibar, who I love as well. Um, and the fact they added a pirate, Norgahide, for no- Chef's Kiss. Uh, but you're right, Zandar is an absolutely ridiculous looking SOB. Uh, but I'm here for it. I think that's, you know, that's the difference. I'm here for it. Quick kick is a good shout, Carl. Actually, there's another topless uh, character I'd love to, you know, I'd have loved to have done. But no, I think it's really down to Banzai, uh, Night Creeper Leader, <laughs> and Xandar. So that's my that's my shall shall we set some sort of like goal for me but the end of the year. Okay, here this is what's gonna happen. And we're gonna have to like you're gonna have to hold me to this, right? I'm gonna cosplay as Banzai. Topless and everything, right? For the um the next Christmas special. Okay. Does that is everyone cool with this? Because this is going to get me in shape. And I hope the the peer pressure in the comments will keep pushing me to be better physically to pull off, Kitty said, a Banzai topless cosplay. For the Christmas special next next Chris this coming Christmas, how's that? How's that sound? Or should I just do Xander? Considering we're talking about Xander right now, let's do Xander. I'll do Xander. That's even funnier because I can get like orange hair, blue headband, face paint. Pink. It's an easy. It's an easier cosplay than Banzai, because Banzai needs like the mask and everything. Okay, okay, we're doing we're doing Xander. I'm um, this is it. It makes sense. We're talking about let's cl- talk classified by Xander. I'm gonna tell Kate this. And I'm going to have to start, like, friggin' working out every single morning. But that's what I need to do anyway. So I might as well have some sort of, you know, peer pressure from you guys. That is the aim. Xandar by Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Please don't make me forget this. Because I this happens all the time. And this feels like... I know we're in February. It's not exactly like... What's the word? Uh, New Year's resolution. But I feel like this is a Xandar resolution. I'm going to be Xandar... I'm gonna fade into the background at Christmas, and no one, everyone's gonna keep forgetting I'm on screen. But it's happening, okay? Zandar by Christmas. Thank you, Scott Skeen. Hashtag Zandar by Christmas. It's happening. All right. I'm gonna do every, I'm gonna do the chest paint. I'm gonna be. Sh- I am shaved. You. I'm. Well, I do have hair, lots of it, but I tend to try and shave it off because I can't stand it. Uh, I hate hair on my body, anywhere on my body. I hate it. Even on my face, by the way. I don't like having a beard, by the way. I don't. I would shave this if I didn't like a chubby 12-year-old when I did do it. Anyway, too much information, but Zandar by Christmas. Right. um, This has been fun. And also, I'm really pumped about this. I'm going to – and I literally have to be because I have to be pumped when I do it. Or I could just be like about here so you can't see anything provocative. Um, Plus, I'll have the scarf on the the kind of pink scarf so that'll cover a lot of the terrible aspects but you're gonna have to see it you're gonna have to see the chest paint it's gonna have to be an an image we'll have to show as well so yeah we'll do it we'll do it um zandar is a late late 2024 or early 25 release i think 25 yeah so the timing would be good wouldn't it have yourself a zandary christmas if you do Xandar, I will do Big Boa or Roadblock. That sounds great, raw talk. Yeah, do it. <laughs> we can all like peer pressure each other into working out. Uh, Big Boa would be cool, actually. I could do a yeah, Big Boa would be funny, but I'd have to get like a helmet, and it's difficult with the headphones. This is an easier one because with Xander, I just have to, you know, I'll get a wig because I'm not painting, I'm not dyeing my hair orange. That ain't happening in any like world. And I'll do face paint and I'll shave my beard, but not completely. Um, but yeah we are doing this this is happening I just get a flesh shirt that'll be the backup if I don't get into better, good enough shape Scott that will 100% happen right I promised you a little look, close look at Dan's book so let's transition um, I don't think I've I've forgotten anything I hope not let me know anyway in the comments but let's quickly uh, switch to camera one I bet you thought it was going to be Xandar then. You know, it's not, I'm not that good. Um, anyway, I think that's a fun, like, doable and um, not-too-dangerous kind of mission for me for the year is to get into the kind of shape that I want to be in and also do Xandar uh, cosplay on the show for the Christmas episode. And bit of fluff in my beard. And if I get in shape before Christmas, it may even happen earlier, just so I can get it out of the way. So this um, was what I was talking about earlier, Dan Kay's um, kind of uh, volume two of Creating G.I. Joe. Now, as you can see over here, this is the George Woodbridge presentation art, uh, which is really nice. Again, very close to what the figure actually ended up coming out like. Uh, But you've got the the kind of like the blue and white phased sort of um, chest Paint, what does it say in here? Does it say paint or does it say, um, do 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 do? Well, it just says lightning bolts were added to his chest, uh, when they removed the shirt. Because as you can see over here, this is the original Ron Rudat, uh, piece, um, with the dragon tattoo there, which says, um, in as you can see, logo is sea blue, not black. Dragon tattoo, same as sister, pretty cool, huh? Um. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, um, I really do like, yeah, and then we can see some of those other um, kind of like sketches that he did for kind of designs. They all kind of look, they do look like, like different hench, dreadnought henchmen, don't they, uh, rather than different versions of Xandar. None of them really, let's, hang on, hang on. I can't work out how to do things. There we go. It's that one I'm trying to zoom in on. Neat. Cool, aren't they? And then finally these ones I showed you earlier, the kind of almost like Zanzibar pirate one and like the cyberpunk sort of, uh, yeah, future thug. (laughs) And then another little bit of uh, work done up. Uh, Headshot from the sculpture sheet as well as an image of the two one sculpt of, of Xandar. Notice that there is no armor on the sculpted arms at this point in the design process. Interesting as well, huh? So the figure in the sculpting process didn't even have those pauldrons either. Uh, amazing stuff. So that's really cool. And shout out, of course, to Dan for – this is volume two, but uh, there are like 11 or 12, 13 now. Oh, there's a lot anyway. So uh, getting on that. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed this Zandar episode. I actually oddly enjoyed that one. Um, what are we saying? do um, do 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 Scott says Banzai better than zandar because he has no mask so no shaving required i'll still do it i I wanted i genuinely want to do zandar now i think it would be a, it's a nice it's it's not too difficult as well um i mean that you know you could easily get like i mean i i've got it i've got it in the past but like that kind of like thick strap to, sort of um almost like a material strap kind of um rolls of it different colors i could get a blue version of that for the for the shoulder strap with the pistol and everything. That'd be easy. Pink scarf, no worries. Um, the shoulder things would be really fun to do, like in foam. So yeah, easy, easy. The full force weekly now with more nipples. And of course, the paint would be fun on the chest. That would be real fun. And I'd probably get like a I'd probably do that as a stencil and get Kate to uh, paint it on there. Amazing stuff. This is gonna happen. Uh Zandar by Christmas. Um Challenge accepted. Well, yeah, I, I guess. Um, does remind me I got my push-ups to do yet today for the February push-up challenge. I didn't even... I, I missed that. <laughs> You're going to have to shave your beard and mustache too. Well, I, I'll shave it down. I'm not going to shave it off. I look hilarious without it. Streets of Rage Minion, lol. Yeah, that one of them did look like that. Um, just don't get angry when we remind you to work out. I won't. I'll just be, like, angry that I forgot or... Need to do it still. Anyway, uh, this has been fun, guys. Had a, lot ch- had a lot of fun tonight talking Xandar with you guys. Now, um, I've got uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be opening General Hawk. Yeah, I'm so excited for this one. I can't tell you. So much fun stuff happening on this cover, actually, on this, uh, the front of the box. So much fun stuff going on. I can't zoom in on that. I wish I could zoom in on this. Even I've taken pictures and zoomed in, obviously, but like the, you can't really work out what's going on there. But it's great. I love it. I love it. The stun and the triple T and the HQ and General Hawk twice. Uh, but anyway, we'll get on. We'll get onto that. We'll talk about that when we talk about it, which will be tomorrow. Um, this has been fun. Uh, I really do prefer doing Let's Talk Classified series as a live rather than a edited video because it's less work. Editing wise, and that's always good, (laughs) genuinely. Just let's just do lives forever now, I think. Um, uh, Yeah, we'll call it a night then, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been fun, as always. Always remember to stay fresh, cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, full fours. Xandal by Christmas. That's it for this installment of the Full Force News Burst. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe. See you next time and as always, Full Force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing, and commenting on these videos, and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter at the Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the We've also added a brand new Instagram, so check us out there as well at the Full Force Podcast. And if you would like to contact the show, you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page, so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos, or or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force